So, very seriously, we talked about it the other day, but you got to get on this uh, um, David Simon thing, dude. Oh, the show? Yeah. Yeah. Episode two dropped yesterday. Russell, it's 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 top. This is top notch appointment television. Cop drama. Randy, you got to get on it. What's it about? I'm out. The gun task force within the police department of Baltimore. Oh, I heard about that. And they're going after ghost guns. They're seizing people's 3D printers, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they could make that interesting. They could. I mean, it's more interesting than the premise you just gave me. What are you talking about? No, it's great. I mean, I understand, but it's it, great. And it's it's told non-linear, huh? Huh? Christian Glover oh, fans, I don't, I don't huh? Like I don't like that. They jump around, jump around, jump up, jump oh, yeah. up, oh, jump down. A famous saliva song. God. Every time that was a reference Every to time. an off-air joke. I think it was in the in the. Madeline did it too. I'm what? Like, Y'all need to have respect for POD. <laughs> well, that's okay. not POD. POD is here comes the boom, tick tick boom, or the other jerk offs. Mm-hmm. Tick tock boom is Randy's tick- new band. Yes. No, and that's the film. Andrew Garfield bullshit. Oh, it's a- no, there's a tick tock documentary called Tick Tock Boom that played the festival circuit, and there's Tick Tick Boom with Andrew Garfield, which oh. I did watch. Both soundtrack by P.O.D. You watched the Andrew Garfield? <laughs> I did. As you know, I am an Andrew Garfield fan, and he's very good in it, but the movie's not for me. Yeah. You know, uh, Andrew Garfield, <laughs> me and him, we both hate Mondays. <laughs> <laughs> God. I liked it. Loves lasagna. Oh. <laughs> I begrudgingly will. <laughs> what? It's I'll right give you there. half a point. It's right there. Andrew, he's a, he's a Spitterman, right? He is a Spitterman. Which one? Yeah. The one people like? The one people did not like. Oh, he's the one I like. Yeah. I didn't watch both. Those were not though. good. I liked the first he one. He was good in the, uh, in the last one. He had a He kind came of back a, with Toby. Toby! He had a kind of like 21 Jump Street, the revamp attitude. Yeah. Great movie. Like a, a hip. Wait, what? I love the 21, 21 and 22 Jump Street are great. Of course, dude. I love Amber Heard because I'm a uh, all the boys love Mandy Lane fan. You're a poop fan, so I'm not a fan of Twenty One Jump Street, which gave a platform to the psychotic uh, pill sharing with Marilyn Manson to get him to stop talking. Johnny Depp. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I heard a conspiracy theory from the weirdest place today. Here we go. Here we go. From a fashion magazine mm. that had pointed out that Amber Heard had been copying all of Johnny Depp's attire the following day. So if he had his hair in a ponytail, she would come with her hair in a ponytail. If he wore a Gucci tie, the next day she would wear a Gucci tie. I'd buy that. Yeah, me too. And I'm like, but hey, all all the fucking birds are drones. Birds are fake. That's a new favorite one. But all the conspiracy theories, that is actually interesting to me. Because I feel like those people don't normally like deal in that. And they're probably right. Birds aren't real as old, dude. I know, but it just got on my radar. Fair enough. Why don't what you knew about it? You didn't share it with us. No, I know a lot of conspiracy theories that I don't share on the show. Oh my god, we got to look at his spot. I'm telling you, he is our he is our uh, Q expert. He's our in house Q dude. He did download the Tor browser, right? And he's got Tor, true, which he refused to download on my institutions. (laughs) Why would you want it? I need it. 
Don't you remember James Dobbin Jones saying that the dark web is boring? He got that from Facebook Live. I'm not trying to. I'm, not, I'm trying to. You know, there's there's some fruitful things that can be done on the dark web. Thank you very also, much. Also, you know, it doesn't have to be shady. If if you're listening to this right now, I want y'all to know that we still are putting things up on YouTube, and our number one listened to episode is the Charlotte's Net interview with James Dobbin Jones. You know, there's a lot of negativity around the dark web, <laughs> and my job, Russell, is to shed a little light on the oh, dark web. the light web. That is what they call the regular internet. What? We're, we're, was it web 2.0? Is that, was that what they talk about? Internet 2.0? We're on 3.0. We're on 3.0? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I've just been told. <laughs> Update. Play the stinger. <laughs> I didn't bring out the, the soundboard. Oh, is that what kind of episode I, we're doing today? Here's the thing. Um... Robbie Smith hit me up. Robbie. Uh, Hell yeah. His movie Grieve, which I finally watched. Who boy. That guy. I can't tell if he's like pretentious or like transcending. He fucking, he's got a pacing that only Randy could love. And I'm yep. sitting there and I know it's an assembly cut, the one we watched, but I'm like, he's got some fucking balls. And I heard on set. Now, again, our buddy Bill Spataro worked on it. And Bill had told me. Everybody was just getting along. And Bill's worked on so many Hollywood sets. And he was like, dude, this was the best production I've ever been a part of. I just loved it. Wow. Everybody was helpful. And he had nothing but great things to say. Um, he also said like, he loved Robbie, one of the easiest dudes to work with. He showed up. They smoked the same cigarettes. And it was love <laughs> ever after. Um, but he did mention one night that everybody was like getting all very close and like just lovey and drinking. And Robbie stopped him. And went, I want you all to be aware, this isn't going to be a fucking regular movie. That's <laughs> tight. <laughs> Dude, I fucking love it. Yeah, so- but I, I, if you have any knowledge of, of Robbie and, and what he does, oh, what, for is, sure. what is normal? Hey, Robbie's doing his thing. Yeah. But I mean, we're, we're here right now to talk about another found footage live stream that we're putting on. And yet, even I kind of like wince at the fucking artistic uh heavy that robbie smith is and um oh another thing i never mentioned on here Here i was talking to thomas burke and uh one thing i'm going to get into about the film fest is all the uh, artist collaborations we've had in the form of uh, like mini commercials and not really commercials because they're not really there's no like um monetary end to it but just you know like adding in weird visual stuff and i was talking to thomas burke and uh, I was just mentioning the people that submitted things for the the live stream, and I mentioned Robbie. And I was like, yeah, dude, Robbie's tight. Um, he's like, why do I know that name? And I was like, oh, probably because we talk about him all the time on the podcast. I was like, dude, he, maybe, I don't know, he was in a band called Heavy Heavy Lolo. And he went, yeah. are you fucking kidding me? He's like, I love that band. That makes sense. Yeah. I, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> no. Now, again, my history That's with funny. Heavy Heavy Lolo, I was very aware of them. But I yep. used to make fun of them. I thought they were terrible. I Same, thought, actually. Uh, I thought they were like the Michael Bay of metal. They were ruining it. The Michael Bay. <laughs> and I, you know, I used to make fun of them, but I never met Robbie. And uh, Thomas was just like, dude, I grew up listening to them. I love them. And I was like, <laughs> dude, Robbie's one of the lead singers. And he was like, get the fuck out of here. Like, he was like, you know, one degree starstruck. That's so I don't cool. know. I thought that was hilarious. And I'm like, dude, well, <laughs> help me tell Robbie he should fucking promote his shit using the band because this motherfucker's too humble. He did a Kickstarter and didn't even mention it. 
And I'm like, dude, you have weird little Thomas Burks out there who would have totally thrown my. Actually, I don't know yeah. if that's true. I don't imagine Tom has any money. He uh, spends it all on Japanese found footage films. And with cigarettes. Is, oh, is he a big smoker? He seems like the type of dude You've that would- You've met Tom. I know, but he seems like the type of dude that would like roll tobacco, not like buy Camel Crush or something. Who's buying Camel Crushed? Only <laughs> cool people. Oh my God. So clearly you wouldn't know any of them. I accidentally bought some by accident. Wait, you're totally right. Yeah, Tom has been I smoking. Was very upset. Oh, I remember. Did you smoke them? That was horrible. Did you crush them? Well, they were menthol. Yeah, they're menthol. Gross. Well, you're supposed to be able to like. I don't. I'm not a tr- child. What no, are we doing? They're interactive. Interactive <laughs> cigarettes. <laughs> it's like 4D cinema. Hey, dude. play with your cancer. <laughs> well, the, the <laughs> idea is that you can control the menthol. God. If you want more, you crush them. I don't. No, dude. No, it's good brandy. No, that, just next time I learn to pay attention to things as soon as I buy them. <laughs> Well, you, it's not that you don't pay attention. It's that you don't pay enough attention. You're paying attention to 48 things at one time. Like right now, what are you watching? A baseball I'm game? Not pay- well, all right. So <laughs> I'm talking to you. I'm watching a baseball game and I'm thinking about if I want to order food or not. So oh, okay. <laughs> so uh, today I actually got a lot of your attention. This is a good day. Where's your phone at? Over oh, there. your phone's over there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I guess enough beating around the bush. You know... On the way home, because I literally just walked in the front door, I was thinking about what what do I want to talk about on here relating to the uh, the film fest, Kevin, on Saturday. Well, one thing I want to talk about is that we never we never give enough love to uh, my spiritual friend. Uh, we share a birthday, <laughs> Mister uh, Regario Diodato, who is you know born on May seventh, who was also in Hostel Part Two. Oh, what? Yeah. Oh, I don't remember that. He's in Hostel Part 2. I don't even think I'd seen Cannibal. Wait, no. I must have seen Cannibal Holocaust by then. Does he have like a Takashi Miike line or? Yeah, but I don't remember it. Wait, but... what? <laughs> no, I just remember he was, I, I saw in the credits. Oh, okay. It was I was like, gonna... oh, okay. He's a weird looking dude. Yeah, that though. Was he killing an animal Actually, I think, I think he may have been the guy that uh gets cut up in the chair hey you know one thing we never went over was the awards do you want to pull those up oxana we we should go over those too sure because we've uh we've matured as a film fest and we're giving out more awards but dude diodato's in it ah man now i'm really bummed you watched it without me because like i said oh no yes that's it he um he's that guy Oh, what does he do in the movie? He is a cannibal. Oh, he's looking very Larry Clark there. He's the cannibal. No, not Larry Clark. Uh, Larry David. He's the one he cuts off a little bit of uh, thigh meat and then uh, sits down at his little table. I barely remember it. it. Oh, I do remember that. Yeah. Oh, I get it. Because cannibal movies. Yeah, dude. Oh, dude. Eli Roth, you're, you're a genius, dude. What a fucking <laughs> smart guy, this guy. Dude, Eli Roth is... It's amazing that a bro like that was able to make... This is the man who gave us the rotten fruit. I know. The rotten fruit. Rotten fruit. It's the rotten fruit. What's the, who, who sings that song, the gay bar one, that I love in Cabin Fever? Oh, like... Saliva. Like electric Six or something? R- right. Saliva. <laughs> I'm partial to Eve Six. No. Oh, dude. Me too. Here's to the nice. night we said goodbye. That was like the graduation song for like five years at we my have, high school. We've talked about this song I think here. so, probably. 
Yeah. We talk about five things. <laughs> and <it just> goes <laughs> <in space. laughs> yeah. So I was thinking about what, what we should talk about. And one thing that I, I originally in the inception of this, um, a five virtual edition was that I wanted to do a, I don't know. We were throwing around dates and I don't know what happened, but post lockdown, everybody's getting married in April and where I work at the high end. Yeah. Every dude, everybody's getting married. <laughs> so I'm wrapping fucking everything. And the place I'm working at, if you want to look it up, there's a brand called Michael Verhaden. They do a limestone. Is it limestone? I can't remember. They like do a the stone lazy stone Susan. And don't actually look up the company I'm working for, by the way. No, I was going to look up the guy. Okay, good. Because I saw Oksana over there googling. I'm like, we don't need that. Um, yeah, and it's fucking like a 60 pound lazy Susan. Everybody's Hell getting yeah. them gift wrapped. It's everything he makes made of marble. Yeah, they're very high end. Yeah, he's got like a soap dispenser that's like marble. Well, Susan ain't that lazy. She's only 60 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> she only hangs out in the kitchen. Though. How much you pay for a 60 pound lo- Susan, dude? Oh, look it up. A couple oh, thousand. Lazy Susan. It's a couple Lazy thousand. Well, sure. Fucking three, four Gs. To give you an idea, a uh, secret box. Oh. I I don't know how big this thing is. Is over three thousand dollars. Yeah. And was a secret. Imagine box? if you had a Kleenex box in like marble. That'd be tight. But it had like a lid. So when you open it up, you're like, oh, <laughs> it wasn't a slab of earth. It, there was a box in here. Yeah, we have some of those. Suboxone. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so again, Rogerio Diodato, we share a birthday. So when everybody was like, oh, I have to go to a wedding that day. I have to go to a wedding. I'm like, you know, my birthday came up into the mix. And I'm like, well, we could do that. Because I did have a DJ booked. And I was going to rent out a dining hall. And we were going to take E and party. Such an idiot. Oh, yeah. Have you ever have you ever taken E? Have I ever thrown a party for my birthday? <laughs> Kinda. No. <laughs> Never. In your own way, but not what that, that way. Mean? Just say, uh, you know, you have people over, you do Pity things. Parties don't count. You do things. <laughs> no. Yeah, have you ever taken E? No. Oksana? I would try it. No. Oh, Oksana, Oksana has No? No, I haven't. Yeah, she was she was the into I don't I don't know. Me. You seem like a designer drug girl over yeah. there. False. Yeah, I, dude, I, I would I would crush it on E, dude. I don't know. <laughs> e isn't cute for like uh non-skinny people. Like if you're like a <laughs> no, I mean like that's how I how? always feel. Because it's like if you're not going out, I think it's a bad look. I knew I knew it. No, dude. I'm saying I no I'm not I'm not gonna take E at my house and watch okay. Ozark. Okay, I was projecting. You know what I, I mean? I mean what what the fuck are you gonna do? If there? I'm out there in the world and E is there and I'm <laughs> in the zone. Wait, are we talking entourage now? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm speaking as turtle. God. Could be cool at a show or something. Okay, Randy Randy's tried it. I haven't tried it, but I have done mushrooms at a show before and it was great. Oh, oh we God. know about your mushrooms. Yeah. Quit humble bragging, dude. We know about your mushrooms. <laughs> we know about your Terrence Malick. You know, every time I... The Malick one dude, wasn't good, though. <laughs> every time I see somebody who's still repping like straight edge, I always think of Randy now. I, it used to be our former third chair, Justin. And yeah. I'd be like, oh, my God, this fucking straight edge shit. Because in my head, I constant. It's almost like AA, where it's kind of like, you know, I do this thing to uh, combat alcohol but 
still alcohol is kind of running my you know that's not good it's more like if you're an atheist and you you meet every sunday to talk about how religion is fake where it's like (laughs) you could just ignore it it doesn't have to be part of your id and then you know randy got drunk and went to jail (laughs) now um again johnny unitas also born on may 7th Yeah, didn't I have to explain to you who Johnny Unitas was? No, I knew who he was. He was a uh, he played football when the helmets were leather and you didn't have did a face you only, guard. Did you only know Johnny Unitas through uh, the Nickelodeon show Pete and Pete? I did. Yep. Weird. There we go. But then when we were looking up uh, who shared our birthdays, he popped up. How, what made you think of Pete and Pete? Because I know that he was a big part of that shit. They, they talked nonstop about Johnny Unitas, and I'm like, well... You knew football, but you probably didn't know football, but you probably know Pete and Pete. So that's how I'm going to guess that you knew who Johnny United was. I'm shocked. Now here, my brain, I was thinking, there's no way you saw Pete and Pete growing up in Mississippi. Yeah, I watched Pete and Pete. I was just like, they don't have cable out there. (laughs) I I mean, I'm sorry for projecting that. Nice home with electricity. (laughs) I had shoes, running water. I was like, there's no way. It had to be some retro thing where you saw no, some dude. hipster with the shirt on that said, like, Johnny Ewan. I it. was never really into Pete and Pete, but I watched it. I am. I was more into uh, Secret Life of Alex Mack. Oh, yeah. A weird show. I have. Hey, I have yeah, a, but it gave me boners. I have a novel downstairs of an Alex of Alex Mack. Really? Want, yeah, I found it. What is, what is she doing now? I don't know. It can't be good. It, it, only, <laughs> it, it only goes, it's one of two ways. She's either married a regular person and has a regular life, or it's drugs. She's like Amanda Bynes. Which um, Amanda Bynes is. She got some new music out that Oksana was telling me about. Terrell texted us, and I was like, oh, this is, her new one is bad, but her the other one on her like Spotify account is just like a little bit funny. Because they keep making that, like, I don't even know what to call that sound. A groan. Sick of a world of Alex Mike. There you go. Yeah. Where she turns to a puddle. <laughs> That's her mutant ability is to turn into a puddle. Also, you didn't mention that um, Mr. Beast also shares your birthday. Oh, really? <gasps> Bro. Oh, my, May 7th just leveled up. <laughs> and I share a birthday. Uh-oh. With Andrew Garfield. Oh, really? Who shares your hatred of Monday? No wonder you love this on you, dude. <laughs> Okay, I, I got Fred Durst, dude. So, and again, you know, most of my birthdays have been uh, Terrell coming over and yelling at me for not doing something because birthdays are very big to him. Terrell, I appreciate you. Anyway, he's working on my birthday this year. As a, uh, for some reason, whenever we do an online fest, he's not available. Hopefully, most of you listening are. Um, again, you know, I, man, honestly, I'm exhausted. We've been working on this thing all week, and I don't know. At this point, I really would just like people to tune in and uh, buckle up because Oksana and I just sat down and kind of went through the whole thing last night and it's fucking, it's fucking cool. (laughs) One of the things I want to mention, also, you should pull up those awards because we should talk about them. Um, But one of the things I want to mention is that we reached out to a lot of uh, former podcast guests and people who were a part of a five and I basically was like, hey, you know, we're doing another live stream. And uh, last time we, we tried to like pad it out with like a bunch of shorts and stuff. I'm like, you know, what might be cooler is if you did like minute long videos that are just, you know, exclusive for like the up thing. And like, it'd be a cool way to bring you on there and we could talk about you in the chat. And I don't know, give, a, give us a little gift. 
because we're in a niche community and uh i don't know we could reward these people also the thing about found footage filmmakers is they're pretty crafty and they don't really need a budget and they got ideas so um we've been pretty lucky and a lot of people sent in things so we have a lot of little like easter eggs in there i don't want to you know what let me go through this and i'm gonna i'm gonna take a look at people who have been on our show before because there are a lot of filmmakers in here god honestly a, a lot of them were on here travis z uh who we should probably have on again it's been yeah, a while man. it's been too long you know the um director of the remake of cabin fever he sent us four videos i i had texted the guy <laughs> and i'm like hey would you be interested in doing this thing and uh we got an email three videos in there and i'm like what the fuck dude? <laughs> like what do you do are you on the computer <laughs> travis them, going travis one of them is stop motion too yeah i don't i don't know Damn. if it's footage he he literally found and uh curated or what but the dude he he shotgun blasted us with stuff um another one our buddy christian who directed girls night which was a youtube video that a former guest on here recommend or gave it five stars on letterbox uh dave jackson uh director of cat sick blues sure you know we had him on forever ago he's he's a uh where where was he from he's from australia lives in japan is he from australia pretty sure okay yeah i couldn't remember where he's from i remember he moved to japan because i'm not. like you're living every weeboo's dream it's just going out there like fuck it i'm gonna do it also i've learned recently they have brutal immigration laws like it is hard to become a resident over there but he did it um he rated girls night five stars and i believe christian talked about it where he just like sent him an email and was like Hey, I love Cat Sick Blues. Could you give me any advice? Um, follow Dave Jackson on there. He's one of those letterbox dudes who, you know, I try to write a review for everything I put up, which is why I'm literally half a year behind on my reviews. But he does lengthy reviews of like deep cut either smut from Japan or like horror. And it's, dude, every time I'm like, I've never heard of this movie. So when he put up a weird YouTube video, that's how we got in contact with Christian. Because I think actually Robbie Smith came over and we had yep. the marathon night and we watched it. So yeah, uh, long way to get to like the Christian made a video. So he hit us up with one. Um, here's here's a deep cut cut guest. Uh, if you remember, I was uh, starting to I was picking up reading, so I was reading a bunch of books and I was trying to go through stuff to get rid of them at my house. Um. I had found on eBay because, of course, when I'm trying to get rid of material objects, I decide I want to buy more. And I had found a documentary about Ghostwatch. But the documentary on film wasn't available anywhere. Mm -hmm. But there was a book of the transcription of the documentary. And I ended up getting that. I think it's called Behind the Curtains Ghostwatch. Mm -hmm. um, and the author was Rich Lawden, who also directed the documentary. Well, Rich sent in a little something. I mean, and honestly, I don't know if Rich is a filmmaker beyond the documentary, but he did one of my favorite little things. And, and again, these aren't like short films, but they're like, you know, little minute Easter eggs. And if you're listening to this show, you're probably a fan of this podcast. Honestly, this shit is, it's for you. Um, Kevin and Patrick from the Alien Report, they sent in a video. Have you seen that one? Clark? No. <laughs> oh, dude, you're going to like that. Dude, those guys, it's, it's cool, too, because the Alien Report is like, I wouldn't say it's void of humor, 
but it's like a very serious film. Yeah. And when we're dealing with gray aliens in a, you know, in Lori Lightfoot's territory and gangs in Chicago and gangs and skate, uh, bowls. I don't know. I don't know where skate bowls, yeah, skate bowls, <laughs> <laughs> skate parks. Uh, uh, you know, it could be funny, but that movie's not, but these guys are funny. And the one they sent in is hilarious. And of course, now there, there's a lot of these, but, I, I feel like I want to end this now. And I, I'd be amiss if I didn't mention, if you came out to Up 5, you saw it. But fucking Slasher Victim hit us up. Yes, my friends. Dude, again, we're going a little behind the curtain here. But that, that fool has never broken character. Not with us. Not with us. I think he might have with Thomas what Burke. What Tommy does. Because Tom referred to him as his human yeah, name. And like, I was like, who's that? Yeah, I was like, oh, dude, well, that's their relationship. Yeah. I'm fine with our current relationship. No, I like ours. Yeah. I And, you know, I learned from Antrim, where um, Brooklyn Horror kind of did them dirty, and everybody- Really? Was, well, so Antrim, Antrim played there, and you know, the played whole- the Like, I don't, I don't want to name names or anything, <laughs> but, you know, uh, somebody comes out to talk about the film, and he's like, oh, I'm, I'm the guy that found it, and everybody's like, bullshit, dude, you're the director. Talk about it. Oh. And nobody would play oh. along, and the crowd turned on him. Wow. And they got kind of shy, and then we got them out here for us, and we're like, fuck yeah, we'll play and along. we dressed yeah. up Charlie. <laughs> we dressed up Birdman, and it gave out free popcorn for a bit. Yeah, dude. And again, if you've seen Antrim, uh, they do, I mean, God, how perfect was that? In the literal movie, it's about a cursed film at a film fest, and they're recounting all the few times it played. One of them was in the Bay Area, and uh, somebody laced popcorn with LSD. And dude, Hell yeah. We have to give out free pop. Yeah. Sorry, it wasn't E, Randy. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. I'll do both. Either. So, <laughs> Not you at know, the same time. <laughs> my God. If you're listening and you're making a found footage film and you want to play ball, we'll play ball. Like, uh, throw something. We're, we're fans of Andrew Garfield here. We hate Mondays. And uh, Slasher Victim, he also sent, I didn't realize it. I thought he had actually shot a short film, but in real, too, there's a uh, Christmas kill. We've mm -hmm. got the full extended, well, I guess, no, it's the uncut version of that kill that we're showing. So I don't know. Honestly, you know, this fest, it's, uh. You didn't even mention that he reveals, um, assistant number three or the star number three in, uh, one of the things he made. I did. I'm not that deep into the lore. Oh, no. Clearly you're drinking the Kool-Aid and I'm, is it the golden house or the red room? Wait, did I do that right? Yes. Okay. I did that right. I was going to try and trip you up, but I was correct. <laughs> Clearly, I've been initiated. Um, yeah, I don't know. You want to go over the awards that we gave up for F5? Sure. Um, I guess I'll start with the, uh, the audience awards, since there's only the best feature in short. Uh, now, the audience award, those are the ones that, uh, if you came out to F, you know, in we, person, we force a ballot on you. <laughs> and uh you know it's all inclusive people get pretty secretive with their uh awards and this year i saw a lot of people write it down and cover it up so i'm like fuck did we show a lot of shit people hated dude these movies all got high scores yeah Our a lot of them had like a hmm. four point something average yeah it was crazy yeah actually we almost had like a four-way tie it came down to like 
decimal numbers. Which means that our audience is made of a bunch of fucking simps. Yeah, we're either we're either <laughs> completely like we're all in sync yeah. or they're just they don't want to yeah. rate anything. They're low. a bunch of dumb I, cucks. <laughs> I feel like it was a lot of people who haven't been to a physical theater in a long time. That was that my, is that true was my too. Yep. And they were like, "Wow, this yeah. is amazing!" And they like, "Yeah, you know." Like, oh yeah, it's not terrible being around people. Try <laughs> said the cuck. <laughs> and then they put the ball gag back in their mouth. Uh-huh. No, I think Randy was the only one that gave everything a one. That's that's on brand. <laughs> I only rated like. Two or three, because I think I only like saw two or three in full. And Which I think I gave decent ratings. What'd you watch? Uh, Wessons. Okay. That's and, a very Randy movie. Yeah, very good. Uh, Malibu Horror Story and maybe another in there. I can't remember. Now, um, Scott and his girlfriend, Valentina, who's uh, an actress in Malibu Horror. They were yeah. one of the highlights of the film fest for me. Scott is so fucking cool to hang out with. He is kind of like a, uh, I don't know, Thomas Burke in 10 years, <laughs> but like <laughs> studio Thomas Burke. Well, if Thomas Burke sat on the shoulders of another Thomas Burke. That is true. He's uh, like two feet taller yeah. than him. But dude, Scott came out and uh, listened to our episode. He Because when we met him, he was like, I was so, I was so like shocked why you guys kept saying I made a crowd pleaser movie. And we're like. Well, hmm. you know, I got to your fest and I'm like, well, this shit is like art house here. He's like, you guys have a lot of crazy narrative, like a lot of insane shit. He's like, I didn't even know you could do this. He's like, I could tell you the box office or the gross value of every found footage horror movie that had open wide. He's like, I didn't even look at any other market. And he was like, dude, I'm coming back next year. I'm going to make an art house film. We got to hold him to it. But, uh, we did have like a four-way tie. Who who ended up breaking through? For which? The audience award. So best feature went to Putrefiction. Putrefiction. Nice. Our boy, Daniel Ricardo. <laughs> dude, right David Torres is the shit. And uh, that dude- well, um, Only one Torres with him. Though. Only one Torres. <laughs> He's half the Torres I'm used to. That's right. But- uh, I was kind of shocked. You like your Torres in both holes. So here's the thing. <laughs> DP, DT. Um, when we booked that one, I mean, I know you all have heard about this so many times about it being like 360 camera and us being kind of like, what does that mean? And then you kind of get into it and it's like art house, but it's also like, it's a horror movie. And I always thought like, that's a midday movie. Half the people will get it. Some people will be like, why, why the fuck did you show this? And that was the movie where um, our friend, uh, you know, Bay Area film critic and uh, former employee of the Yerba Buena film program, David Robson, who's, you know, he fucks with us and he watches a lot of our stuff and he dislikes almost all of it. He was sitting in his chair giggling with Terrell, who also was like, oh, my God, I love that movie. (laughs) And I'm like, no way. The two of them were really into it. Like, if those two gave it five, this movie's going to crush. Yeah, and, it sounds um, like a weird crossover, for sure. Dude, um, and now I'm going to spitball off the top of my head. Uh, I don't even know if this is, like, kosher to do, but the other films that all, like, tied up there, um, it was pretty interesting. I know Curse of a Roar was right behind this movie. And um, th- that's just one of those tried and true. Like, it's a good horror. It's, that is found footage horror. 
And uh, I mean, Lana and Mehran came out and they were, they were fucking cool shit too. Yeah. Also, they also made something for the online event yeah. and uh, it's good. So that's one of the highlights. I think um, it's one of the first ones we actually got too. I know. And every time we got one in, we're like, oh shit, somebody actually did it. And we're like, oh shit, they did fucking. Did they use Mindseed TV? No. <laughs> Thankfully. Mindseed. Um, oh. What? Man. What? Do I need to stall for you? you no, I just remembered that I forgot to talk about this on Sunday, dude. All right. Well, I let's, mean, let's wrap this up because I got <laughs> I got to tell you about the NFL Wait, is draft. Is it on air or off air? It's on air. Okay, we could do that. Um, I'll get through this. So uh, another one that was like tied for first was the Gerber syndrome. Now, uh, Luigi is yeah. that who came out? Mm-hmm. Luigi, beautiful European man, smoked the longest cigarettes <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> he he played the kind of like blue collar got a government job on Craigslist character in Gerber Syndrome. And uh, he's the only dude. Looks he, nothing like his character in the film. Exactly. It was a decade well, I mean, ago. Yeah, no, well, here's like the, here's, hold on. The only, the only person I've ever met in person that we were showing a movie of, right? Who looked better in real life. Yeah. <laughs> it was like in the film, he looked kind of like a blue collar anybody. In person, I was like, you look like you just walked off a jet or something. He had his like, knitted uh jacket it was a very european jacket yeah it was like uh i want to say it was quilt it wasn't quilt it was like i don't know what kind of fabric it was but he came out and he's so enjoyable and we we opened with that movie honestly i thought a lot of people were gonna have like i mean the gerber syndrome watching it now it's almost like digging up all the trauma of uh lockdown but you know i i masterfully introed the film and uh, managed a Q&A. And I think I may have swayed that audience because, oh my God, it almost it almost got the fucking audience award, um, which I never would have thought. Another one, um, what else was up there in that four-way tie? Uh, I feel like there's a clear one that we're missing. Well, let's just cover the winners. No, but I thought this was interesting. All right, well, keep moving. I'll, uh, I'll try and remember. <laughs> Honestly, I think oh, Alien Report is right up there. I think Curse of Roar, Gerber Syndrome, Alien Report were all like neck and neck. And um the Alien Report did get a made-up award from our jury. That is true. <laughs> uh spoiler alert, the Alien Report didn't win anything, but the jury wanted to give it an award so bad that they had pitched us several awards that we should make up. <laughs> what what was theirs? Honestly, theirs was best alien movie. Yeah. No, I think it was like best special effects. Yeah, it was special effects. And I can't remember why we didn't open, like why we don't have that award anyway. Just but- be- I think it's just because they, most found footage movies don't have, or maybe not most, but a lot of them don't have found footage. Uh, I'm sorry. Have you not seen any of the bad Ben movies? <laughs> well, that's- He goes that to a portal in hell. Yeah. Ghost child. No, that, that, and I think that's the reason why is like, I, I think that would kind of reward the commerce element of like having a budget where I think, you know, found footage indie films are kind of the reverse. Mm-hmm. So we, we shied away, but I'm like, yeah, they clearly would have won that. Those, like, I swear they found a hot alien somewhere. All right, you going through that list? But yeah, so the audience um, award for the best short is a movie I don't think I'll be able to find right now. It's called Filtered. What? Why are you looking? Oh, for the YouTube channel. No, for the IMDb. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, no, Filtered. Um, Filtered is a uh, short film who I think if I described the premise, I would just give away the whole damn thing. It's so short. Also, it was an eight-way tie for first place. I'm going to now run through all of the shorts. I'm joking. <laughs> <God. laughs> no, go ahead. Okay, so um, then we had our, our fabulous jury meet over two Zoom calls and deliberate. So they had the job of awarding the best short, best feature, best editing, best director, best cast, and best cinematography. <laughs> Which were all brand new awards yeah. uh, for the festival. This is our first year that we've uh, opened it up to uh, the sort of bouquet of nominations. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> Thank you so much. So um, unsurprisingly, I think, best short went to Backrooms. Um, let which me is just, now up to 23 million views. Yeah, Backrooms, it's crazy because we deal with so much like niche shit all the time yeah. that when something really works, oh my God. It's a child on an app. <laughs> Next film. <laughs> no, Blender? <laughs> Dude, we should fuck with Blender. Again, for any of you listening, they built it in Blender. It's a free program. You can do 3D rendering. You could completely do a movie out of that. Brandy, you fuck with Blender? No, I do fuck with Grinder though. I You know, you lob the ball up there, and three people go for it. Yeah, no, Backrooms. Yeah, just crush. And it's on YouTube, so it camel crushed. Yeah, but we we showed it in a fucking theater. So if you're one of those 23 million people that watched it or that made another video after it, we're the only people have ever shown it in the theater, and it crushed, bitch. Okay. Um, <laughs> then best feature was awarded to the Outwaters. Okay. 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 Uh, look, first of all, congratulations to the Outwaters. Is this the first time you ever reading? I'm... Like, you don't go straight to best feature. No. You build up to best feature. No, I've never done this. Oh my god. <laughs> no, but you've I've, been alive. I have for... my list. I'm just going in order. I guess I shouldn't have. She's going an email, or a, is that a text message you got it's when a they screenshot? Okay, all right. <laughs> Backrooms winner. Yeah, let's feature. Let's Congratulations, Robbie. Let's cut that movie down by twenty five minutes. <laughs> I still need to see his movie. I think it's playing Chattanooga, which I uh, plan on attending from my home. It's oh. a, it's like going to a bunch of festivals with Malibu Horror Story. Yeah. Their festival palace. Robbie and Scott are uh, buddies. Wait, double billing now, dude. Everybody's stealing our program. Dude, was this Grindhouse double feature? Was uh, it Panic Fest showed both of those and Dashcam? What they need to do uh -huh. is pick up fucking Putrefiction, too. Y'all are sleeping on this movie, and I think they're having the same thing. We're like 360 camera. I don't know. Yeah, they're sleeping on it. We should do a better job and contact these people. Mm -hmm. All right, go ahead. Please, Robbie, love you. Great film. Um, best editing, I was a little surprised, but it made a lot of sense. Went to Masking Threshold. You're giving commentary now? Too? <laughs> well, I don't know. I was... <laughs> it's fine. I, um, Yeah, go ahead. Masking Threshold was great. <laughs> Micro camera, beautiful shot. Randy loved it because he's also an incel who killed also, animals uh, in his rooms. We just <laughs> named back-to-back -back severed penis movies. Oh, <laughs> thank you nice. so much. <laughs> That's how we do our booking. That's right. Best director went to one of the two movies Randy saw, which is Wesson's. Oh. Or rated, I guess. Yeah, nice. I feel like that one was kind of a... I love, I love Wesson's. Yeah, but that's because you two are film hacks. You guys are like, ooh, Kubrick. 
No, I'm like, ooh, cool music. <laughs> I know the cinematography in that is it's fantastic, beautiful. but um, it's I don't envy the jury trying to pick a best director for a found footage movie. No, but I think they did they did a good job there. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm I can see why they could have gone a lot of different options here. Yeah, but director's weird because you know we've been talking about like the editor's really the king of a found footage yeah. movie. That movie had directing though, like there was like. A lot of acting. There were dual cameras playing off each other, sure. and that opening shot where they're driving, dude, I, that that shot is so well, beautiful. It's a, it's a talky movie, and yeah. we're in basically three locations the whole way, and there's just uh, it's we're mostly in a car. That movie or near a car dangerously could have felt like a stage play too. Yeah, and it didn't, and it would have ruined. And it didn't. It. I would have hated that. That's movie. the thing. So yeah, yeah no, it's, it was a perfect choice. All right, what else? All right, best cast went to Curse of Aurora. There we go. <laughs> the timbre of you like building these up at like a monotone level is my favorite. <laughs> Again, uh, Lana and Mayron. I think Lana just won people over. I won't. I won't shout him out because I actually I think it would be calling him out. But somebody was. Uh, they had a uh, Google eyes for Lana, and Terrell kind of forced a. A situation for an autograph. I think he was happy. <laughs> so you know who you are. I'm not going to call you out. Can I call him out? Do I no. Know who it is? No, I don't think you <laughs> can. I guess. No. It was, it was Randy, and then Randy came in his pants. Does it rhyme with? No. Shut up. I'm going <laughs> to cut your mic. Go ahead. <laughs> Keep so going. You started <laughs> this. I can't help it if it rhymes with muggy. Official award um, for best cinematography. Our only double winner. <gasps> Future fiction. I felt go. like that was a no-brainer. Cinematography. I mean, the dude, he captured everything and turned it into a narrative. I think this go. one, um, from the uh, notes I heard after their meeting, was kind of like also potentially best feature um, uh, contender. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I get it. But they were um, thinking that cinematography encompasses directing as well, especially in this movie, so... I that was their reasoning for... I don't know. Cinematography, I would argue, is the frame and how you tell the story visually versus uh, directing, which is kind of managing a set, which is why I think Wesson's was like the perfect one for that. Um, we have one more award I just remembered. I was, about, I was just reading about was, it before I, we started recording. I'm about to hold you to it. Okay, yeah. good. Um, so the first time we've i mean this is the first time for all these awards except for best feature in short but um the founders award which is decided we don't get to ha have a say in any of the awards so in any of the jury awards or the audience awards yeah just because we are neither yeah because we are the founders <laughs> so the founders award the first time ever went to gerald varga of my inner demon a geraldson tale his name is gerald nice. gerald gerald varga <laughs> Yeah, we had to give it to him. I, um, you know, I. There's no other option. I He's even, our guy. Our, you know, our favorite host uh, who would get the host award if I could give him one. Uh, Clark Little over here may have even teared up while uh, hey. dealing with the Gerald Varga. I don't, Gerald, I got, I got a little emotional. Now, if you watched Murderbox and you're not a fan and you're like, oh, these idiots, they just like the dude or whatever. Watch his new movie. Uh, My Inner Demon. That's a found footage movie. And I'd be lying if I didn't think that he came to the fest and learned a lot. And uh, Gerald is the fucking coolest. Well, he, the first year he watched 
nearly every Everything. Edgum movie. Yeah, I think he did watch all and of them. showed up to the uh, ATA the recalibration. Yeah, know? he came out for Butterfly Kisses too. Um, yeah, uh, God, that was Butterfly Kisses. Yeah, that was the first one God, we ever did. We've been doing this for too long. R.I.P. E.K.M. Love you, brother. Yeah, man. and uh, yeah, Gerald Varga though he. He's going to keep working. Also, Gerald Varga uh, also submitted something for the uh, live stream we're doing this Saturday. <laughs> um, really, you know... Uh, That's great. Speaking to the, the podcast audience now, this, this little live stream is kind of our party. So you're invited. You should and show up. And we can up. cry if we want to. Yeah, and also, we're going to charge you at the door, so pay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those birthday parties. Um, but yeah, I'll be in the... Um, the chat the whole time. I think me and Oksana will be in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marbles and Clark are too cool. They're doing other things. I think Clark is going to be on an airplane. Uh, for Tight. part of it, yeah. Yeah. But uh, I think we were guilting Randy into coming out. So oh, I'll be there. Oh, Randy? Yeah. Yeah, I've, I feel like it's going to be an extended TBR report, though, and you're going to be in the bathroom for most of it. <laughs> All day. That might be true. I am... Um... I have a question on a feature. Uh oh. You can Go tell ahead. me if it's a Randy feature or not. It's called oh. Landlocked. Oh, yeah, it's the Randy one. That's Randy. Hell yeah. I mean, Our again, idea. I ran through, uh, you know, not in incredible detail, but on a. Uh, how, how can you even plug this show? Uh, you or, ran through and I racked through. Oh, my <laughs> Thank God. You. you never watched Arrested Development, huh? Why, why don't you like that? It's too fucking jokey. I don't it's know. A good show. It's yeah. good. They had a great um oh, banana stand. <laughs> they had a great need that bullshit. Iraq joke. Iraq joke. Oh my god. I'm sorry, I'm thinking about the joke in my head. I'm also very you need tired. Some food, dude. I oh my god. What are we gonna eat after this? We can talk about it after Taco Bell. I don't know. I think our audience likes oh dude, I'd fuck with Taco Bell. Um Oh god. No, landlocked Randy, you picked it out. That one's definitely you. Again, um nice. I go in depth. <laughs> With all these, with Kush, um, from Microdose. Oxana, how the fuck can people ever find that show? So it's the bosnet.family slash Microdose. <laughs> oh what? I don't understand. Slash F-V-I-R. Also, oh Russ, anytime you do a two-hour episode, yeah. that's a macro dose. That, that's true. <laughs> that's a fucking 10 milligram right only, there. Only the uh, festival-specific stuff is in this episode. He told me he split it up. And yeah. The rest will be eventually released as a bonus. Hey, good man. I remember when we we had like Mike Keegan on, uh, former program director at the Alamo, and we hung out for like two and a half hours, and we're like, we're going to cut that in two and make, get a free mm-hmm. week out of it. But yeah, I don't know. I ran through it again. Briefly, the ones I really want to emphasize here. Um, one, you should show up at 11. That's Pacific time. We're West Coast, so abide by our time. Um, show up at the beginning. We've got a lot of uh, fun, exclusive shit, and it, st- it kicks it off with it, too. Um, another, another thing, Landlocked is great. Uh, Horror in the High Desert. Again, we have former guests that were on this podcast. They should be hanging out in the chat. Again, I'm not holding them to that, but uh, on different occasions, they said there would be people watching. I don't know if Isaac's going to be there. Have we bugged him? We should bug Isaac to come out. But we're I, gonna, mean, I yeah, emailed him about it. We're going to show his movie that is not available uh, anywhere or here prior or after people watching. Again, if yeah, you're... Uh, I'm stoked to watch that one. Yeah. Uh, the Jerry Lewis clown Holocaust movie? Yeah. Yeah. Sent the tenderloin. That one. Yeah. Exactly. 
Um, yeah, so you got to come out for that. And then there was a movie that we struggled with whether we were going to show it in the theater or not. And we decided to do it online because we liked it so much. And it was just a good example of like horror that we we went online. So we put this one here for you. It's Doyster. Um, that's a good film. And it's going to play later. So again, I kind of just pitched you an early, a middle, and a late one. Come hang out. We'll be there. Oh, also, um, I think I'd be amiss if I didn't mention that our uh, <laughs> feature film appearance is going to premiere. The world premiere right. is going to be on the... <sighs> We're closing off the stream. You you could have not said that. How? Fact, how? That was my plan. <laughs> I thought that maybe you would just forget, and I thought... No, no, no. And I thought if I even brought it up, then it would already be... Dude. Yeah, I was just banking on the fact that you weren't going to bring it up. Here's the thing. You and Randy not only look great, but you're great in it. I'm Me, ashamed of this. I look terrible. The angle on my laptop, because I'm so handsome in person. Uh I I misrepresented in this film. Also, uh, Clark told me they cut out all the jokes. Here's the thing. They I, being I, Thomas Burke. Look, here's the thing. Here's the thing. You know that I and we collectively love Thomas with all of our heart. Oh, dude, I love him. He's family. Unconditional at this point. Mm-hmm. Unconditional. And the fact that he thought of us and could help, you know, flush out the movie. Great. <laughs> but God damn it. Dude, it's so good. I mean, you don't get more the Overlook Hour than the Barbados Project. Considering- and also, I completely understand. I understand. I'm frustrated <laughs> because that just we just I I don't know. I'd like to think we're we're more entertaining than we actually are sometimes. But when you know, I've got great. Both Randy and I had some bombs that got yeah. cut because I think that <laughs> oh, you all did. What about me? Well, you know, you're okay. doing your thing. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm, I'm learning. <laughs> and um, because we were basically roasting the movie. I know. And I yeah. I think we briefly talked about this on here. Yeah. But I told Thomas, I'm like, dude, if you want us to be like authentic, like we're going to be roasting the shit you're sending me because we can't pretend that's real. Like we would be bad at it. Mm-hmm. And he said, no, fuck it. So I again, if you were um, listening when Randy uh, fought the curb, you get to see him post that. I, I did. God, Randy got so mad when I pitched this to him. Instant, like you had that rage, like your body clenched up, and then you did your hair and put on a nasal strip or something. You're like, okay, I'm ready. I think I took off the nasal he strip. I just need coaxing. I don't like being like uh, immediately like getting a ton of information. Like I need, I need a little bit of coaxing into things. Yeah. Cause once we were doing it, I was a down. Like I had fun. It is, recording it is true. It. It Rand- is true. Now, here's the thing. Randy wasn't fine. He was like, it was weird, rare Randy. No, Randy came in hot, dude. Randy was, Randy was delivering. <laughs> it was his show, and we were just hanging out with him. I just have anxiety, you know? I felt like I needed to prepare for something that, like, didn't really matter. No, it was, dude, it was yeah, great. Um, Alpha Dog showed up, dude. Again, none of that is in there. <laughs> he cut it all yeah. out. I guess we are sterile in the film, but we are there on camera, and it's the room we record in. So if you've ever wondered... Uh, it's there in the Barbados. And yes, I'm wearing sunglasses. Oh, but here's the thing: you don't get more pod, you don't get more Overlook Hour than this movie, which was pitched to me by Birdman, Charlie the Birdman, who was a guest host on here. Uh, he pitched it to me, then I covered it on the show, 
then Charlie came to me later and said, dude, who knew a year later you would be in the movie? <laughs> but not only that, it's because Thomas Burke from the TBR report edited the film. Then the, the director of the Trident, the original title, has been so caught up with this new project that they've promoted Thomas to co-director. So, like, it's fucking crazy. And then we're in there because Tom pitched it to us. And I believe that we even have the bumpers that Thomas made. Are they in the movie? Did he I think use so, the- yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, Thomas what, made us some graphics. That he sent us, yeah. Yeah. So... I mean, uh, yeah, that's the world premiere. Um, we actually partnered with POV Horror again, so maybe, uh, maybe you'll hear some of those commercials in the coming days. So, and the three uh, of us have uh, IMDb credits now due to this movie. Yeah, how fucking weird is that? So, stay tight. tuned for Barbados Boys merch, <laughs> dude. <laughs> for a month after that, Thomas was hitting me up, going, "Dude, the Barbados Boys is the funny again." I don't think. We were riffing on the Island Boys. Island Boys. Yeah. Right. But it, I don't think it made the movie. Island Boys did. Not did? Barbados Boys. Oh, Island Boys. Did. I, well, yeah. You hear me go, Island Boys. <laughs> That's even worse. Yeah, I That's know. It's way worse. <laughs> it's way worse. That's why I hate this thing. <laughs> because people are going to think you're a fan. Oh, dude, we should get a TikTok and we'll tag the Island Boys in it. It's the last. F- we're closing the festival with it. Yeah. So. So you got to stick around. So go to sleep. No. <laughs> <laughs> go to sleep, my babies. Again, a love letter to the fans who are here, because much like the, the murder podcast, is that what it was called, Randy? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we appreciate all 25 of you. Out murder there. death podcast sound. Which, you know, <laughs> isn't fair. I shouldn't say that because I, whenever I listen to indie podcasts, and they, they lament the low number. We we're riffing when we do that. We don't have, we're not getting paid from this thing, but like, do you see IMDb lists the release date as May 7th? For what? For the Trident. Or sorry, Barbados Project. Yeah. Oh, oh take a screenshot. <laughs> Again, you know, first it was Johnny U. <laughs> then it was Rogario Giannato. God damn it, Randy. <laughs> first it was oh. Johnny Unitas. Then it was Rogario Diodato. And now it's the Barbados Project. The, the lineage and the pantheon built out of May 7th is endless. Did did your team just lose? Yes, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. All right, what's going on, Barbados? Nothing. I, you know, I, I think we did it. Um, I hope you all come out. Come hang out in the chat. And we'll t- chat. We'll chat in the chat. May seventh. Oh, yeah. What's the website? Um, if you go to the unnamed footage, you know that's a that's a good thing I that we n- haven't talked about. I cover the basis. If you go to the unnamed footage festival site. Uh, there's that kind of confusing ad I made with a uh, Sailor Moon character. Uh, if you click on that, it will take you to the event page. Or under it, it says click here in red. Um, but it's through See Alive, which uh, thanks, Dutch, for the uh, recommendation of the host, Dutch Merrick, who was on the show. And uh, we're showing one of his films out there. There's a countdown on there. It's three days, 16 hours, 18 minutes, and 50 seconds. Wow. And 21 bridges. <laughs> Um, and also you know what's uh russell what's a ticket gonna run me on this thing for an all-day event so we batted that around a bunch last time for the 24-hour event it was ten dollars this time it's 30 which i you know honestly when you look at other film festival events they're all like fucking 100 or 120 yeah or you pay per ticket per film which is like 20 bucks per dude and i'm like 
we can't do that. And it's like, well, we can't do $10 again because we were ripping our hair out. Yeah. And I mean, this year wasn't any different. It's like crunch time. I mean, literally this past week, me and Oxon have been doing nothing but working on it. So like, we got to do something. Yeah. Also, again, a little behind the curtains, uh, this platform costs a lot more money than what we were dealing with. But they they seem competent, so hopefully that's a good trade off. But yeah, we're going thirty. We just can't do the ninety dollar thing. Who who gives a fuck? Yeah, I I honestly I think I should attend more film fest. But then I look at them, I'm like, two hundred and forty dollars. What the fuck? Like I'm probably gonna watch three movies. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I need so that it's IT a money. deal. Yeah, <laughs> I need to go over Randy's house so we could uh, team up on it. All right, May seventh. Of five virtual from your own home. It doesn't have to be your home. Maybe you want to watch it at a Starbucks and use their Wi-Fi. <laughs> I'm sure you wouldn't have any problems with that. That would be cool, honestly. If you do that, uh, post yeah. it on social media. That's right. And again, <laughs> as one of the people who put this thing on, I am totally pro throwing, like, buy one ticket and throw a party. I, that's how you should do it. So invite friends over. Stop being scared. There you go. What are you giving the old Netflix model to our listenership, dude? Oh, that's right. <laughs> Sharing passwords. Old over Netflix. It. Old Netflix. New um, Apple TV. Before we close up, I do. I, I desperately have to tell you about the NFL draft. Okay, I've been dying to hear this. The NFL draft happened last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, last started. It goes. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Um, and they held it in Las Vegas. Randy turned, Randy off, his turned off his camera. <laughs> Randy, you will need... This is a good story for you, Randy. I'm the, this is what I'm saying. No, um, it's not. <laughs> there's a turn. So they held it in Las Vegas. And as you know, the Raiders are now in Las Vegas. Raiders had like three picks in the draft, so it was kind of weird, but I don't think they had a pick in like the first two days. Is that high or low? That's low, right? No, yeah, so there's seven rounds. Okay. Uh, but, you know, you trade picks and things like that. So, um, they would have uh, influencers from Las Vegas. Oh, no. Join the broadcast. You know, who doesn't want to hear Michael Buble talk about the NFL? Really? But before we got to that... Um, the one and the only Christopher Angel really showed up. <laughs> now he showed up to a show. It was a college game day show, but it was at the NFL draft. Um, they were there too, but it was a completely different thing. Um, and on that show, he predicted what the first three draft picks were going to be. And then he wrote that and then he put it in a locked box. Oh my god. And then on the and then after the first three picks were announced, then he unlocked the box and said the first three picks. And he got it right. Hmm. He got it mm, right. I don't know. Oksana again met him in person, so is he really magical? Absolutely not. <laughs> it was it was bizarre. And then also Ice Cube How bizarre. Came out there and announced <laughs> Ice Cube recently unshadow banned on Twitter. What the hell is he wearing? <laughs> oh, yeah. Did you look it up? Oh, his fashion is just weird. Did, can you say it? Yeah. He he looks like a dude that would hang out with Jonathan Davis. That's what he looks like. 
smile. Should have put right. that video in our fucking live stream. That was it. I, I wanted to record it because it was just insane. Good. It's like, well, this is what the NFL has become. Hey, I'm not a against clown show. Um, weird Thursday episodes. Did the in- Blue Man Group also show up? I didn't see. I them. hope so. How about RuPaul? <laughs> I I only watched uh, Friday uh, Thursdays, and I don't think they were. I didn't see them uh, on Thursday. I don't think. Would ESPN be down with that? Like, if a drag queen came in and like, oh it, yeah, it'd probably be hard to find a drag queen that gave a shit. What's well, in the Connecticut? NFL? Connecticut's uh, it's blue. Double D, double die. Double do, double do. <laughs> well, it's also Mickey Mouse. Wait, oh, okay. Is Mickey Mouse down? If Mickey's no. not down, then they're not down. Mickey's down with the clown. Because ESPN is Mickey. Oh, I do have some Mickey news. Here we go. Um, Disney's about to lose the uh, the privacy rights. It's about to become public domain. What? Yeah. Because you. So. Uh, what do you <laughs> this mean? This is a weird thing. So in America, uh, something becomes like free domain yeah. after a X amount of years, yeah. right? I don't know what it was originally, but it became a lot longer because Disney kept paying. They kept like uh, petitioning it and pushing it back and back and back. And I think finally they can't do it anymore. And Mickey's about to become public domain. So that's why Disney has like moved away from that like IP. Mm. And they started branching out into Marvel and like, it, man, they're savvy over there. It's not going to be till January 1st of 2024, though. That, that's like right around the corner. Yeah, the world will be ended and by again, then, according to a computer. And think about all the times you've heard <laughs> in like marketing where they're like, you need to be like Mickey because you put three circles together and all of a sudden that's an IP. Like you could sue somebody for putting that on a shirt. Uh, well, not after 2024. I'll sue. Da-ba-dee, da-ba-dee. So get ready for Overlook merch with Mickey on it. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. All right. Anything else? Um, Oksani got something? Um, I'll just mention that of 24, it will have a live chat. I'm sorry. Of five virtual like of 24 will have the live chat that people have been asking about. Yeah. Duh. Mm. <laughs> uh, this time it will look a little bit more like Twitch, I think. Which I don't know if I like it or not, but it'll be fun. Well, Twitches get stitches. Y'all better be out there too. All right, I'll be there. <laughs> we'll see you on Saturday, babies. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Overlook Hour. And if you would like to hear more, please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Spotify, or whatever your podcatcher of choice is. And while you're there, go ahead and give us a rating and or a review, which is a very easy way for you to support this show uh, that we bring to you every week for years now, free of charge. And as always, you can find us on YouTube at The Overlook Theater, Instagram at The Overlook Theater, Facebook at The Overlook Hour, and Twitter at The Overlook Hour. Last but not least, you can send us your emails and tell us how much you like or dislike the show at overlookhour at gmail.com. And if you're nice, maybe we'll uh, read them on the show. I've been your engineer, Randy Stat. Please join me along with Clark, Russell, and Oksana again next time. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>